This time, our guests have set the end game for David and I. We are in an uncharted territory here. It's the first time as well, Craig, me and you will be against each other as well, I think, isn't it? Yep, you're going down. Hello and welcome to Well Good Movies, the podcast that gives you the topics worth discussing and the movies worth watching. And great news, guys. Today we are celebrating our one year anniversary. <laughs> Woo! It has been a full year since we started podcasting. We started as Film Talk uh, and then we transitioned ourselves into Well Good Movies to, to match with our theme and topics that all the fun that we have on this podcast. We've had a fantastic year. We've talked about some really fun topics. And yeah, we wanted you guys at home to celebrate that with us. And what better way to do it as well than having uh, our two guests that were on our original and first episode that full year ago. Uh, they'll be making appearances throughout this episode, so I'll be going to them soon. Uh, but as usual, I need to introduce my co-host. He's been here all year along with me. It's Craig McDonald. Hello. Hello, David. How are you feeling, Craig? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling celebratory. I'm feeling kind of lost without a party hat on at the moment, but bar that, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> well, Pokemon Go has like a picture with an Easter hat at the moment, doesn't it? So <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I've been catching loads of those. It's not the same, David. It's a double enough this time of year. You've got Easter and you've got the Well Good Movies uh, one year anniversary. So uh, on the 15th of April last year, our first episode came out. We were talking about a dark fairy tales. We talked about horror and we talked about uh, kickstarter movies as well so it was a really interesting conversation to get going and yeah we've had our guests that appeared on that episode back ever since and we're here to celebrate our one year anniversary today with something really different really special but we'll get onto that soon you'll see what it is or you might know from the title already uh, but first of all i'm just going to chat to our guests who will be making uh, different appearances throughout this episode so first of all we have got matt troy he has appeared on many of our episodes within the last year and uh yeah he is also you know had a lot of experience with making quizzes etc so he's gonna have some experience today for me and craig through uh, some trials instead of the other way around. So, Matt, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm super grand. How are you? I am very good, Matt. Like I said, celebrating one year of uh, Welcome Movies, and it's nice and sunny outside. It, it's all it's all going good. Yeah, I mean, what a time to be stuck indoors, eh? Exactly. Yeah, we did have plans for this to be, uh, you know, us all together uh, in a room, but like I said, technology prevails and doesn't in some other ways as well but but through the power of technology we're still able to do this in some way or the other how, how do you feel like a year on from doing that podcast does it does it feel like a year ago or? It, it does it feels like exactly a year ago which is weird because usually <laughs> you say it can't have been a year or it's gone whoa that seems like such a long time ago now but I'm, I'm sitting here in my room in my office and i'm thinking yeah it feels like exactly a year ago <laughs> i feel like i've grown i've learned a lot uh, I've certainly grown at the waistband since I've been stuck indoors for for a month. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's all good. I'm enjoying it. And you would have had a similar experience as well. You'll be coming up to your anniversary with We Make Things Fight. It is, yeah. Our anniversary episode will be coming out uh, pretty damn soon, actually. Uh, next week, I think. Oh, we look forward to that one as well, definitely. And 
how do you feel with like all the you know like said a year of movies you know we've talked about star trek star wars we were talking about tv streaming the other day we talked about summer movies you know is there any highlights you remember from the year of uh coming back before on the show um i think the, the, the first episode was probably my favorite because i got a wax lyrical about dark fairy tales and horror yeah i did enjoy the episode i did with die hill as well but i was serious i lost out the fact that die hill created the star trek episode he had no ideas he just wanted <laughs> Put Uhura in charge, and everyone voted for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> People said that in in the, in the votes, they were just like, "I'm a sucker for a leading lady and all that kind of stuff." So, yeah, mine could have had a leading lady. It was just about cowboy planets. There was no yeah. reason to say that anybody oh, no. couldn't have been in charge. Uh, thank you, Matt, for joining us once again. And like I said, I think if there's one thing we have learned is that Matt does love him some cowboy planets, even if it isn't in Star Trek. Your love for the Mandalorian shows that as well. Oh yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed that. That was great. <laughs> So along with us as well is uh, our other guest from that original episode, Kelly Bishop. She's also joined us on our first episode of Well Good Movies, talking about Spielberg and the horror that is AI and ET. <laughs> uh, Kelly, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It really, to me, it doesn't feel like a year. No, it's, like, it's So much by. has happened. It's absolutely flown by. We've both graduated. Yes, and... And it's almost as if like, and your hair now is almost like a mood ring, you know, like <laughs> you're just yeah. like, yeah, one year on and pink hair. One year don't... on, I've got pink hair. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> How do you feel looking back on like the, the episodes you were involved in and, and yeah, like I said, a year of movies as well? Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of movies in the cinema this year. I didn't get to be on as many podcast episodes as I would have liked to, um, some family stuff. Um, but talking about Spielberg was really fun um, and getting to watch a lot of Hasselhoff. Yeah. We did a lot of Hasselhoff. Which reminds episode. me, I feel like now is the opportune time to do this because uh, <laughs> throughout the, the run of the show, David consistently likes to bring up the fact that during the end game, what's all the Hasselhoff about? You at one point say, I'm devastated. And my response is just, that's fine. Uh, I feel it necessary to officially apologize for that because um, that has not happened since and David will continually bring this up throughout the rest of time it's so... my favourite clip my favourite clip just Kelly just like I'm devastated Kelly, like, that's fine <laughs> it's just it's just a testament to the friendship that we have <laughs> yeah and, and like I said Kelly even though it's uh, just those two episodes it's like I said they are definitely memorable and like have those milestone moments of of that moment, uh, but also the Hasselhoff talking about Spielberg creepiness of AI, the robot David eating the spinach. Um, we love it, and talking about the Pinocchio story in the first episode, and and the frustration with the lullaby themes as well. It, it's all great yeah. stuff. And you bringing up my absolute love for Little Women. It didn't die. Yes, yeah, I'm obsessed. And and yeah, to follow that up as well. Did you cry throughout the entire thing? I did. <laughs> I did cry throughout the entire thing. Um, I've also started making myself a dress so I can be Amy March because why wouldn't you? <laughs> That's <laughs> so fair. we're just, we're thriving in this social distancing courting arena. It's great. So this is a bit of a different endgame today, purely because I literally have no idea what's going to happen because... This time, our guests have set the end game for David and I. Oh. We are in an uncharted territory here. So 
As David has passed over to me, I now pass over to Kelly and Matt. The first time as well, Craig, me and you will be against each other as well, I think, isn't it? Yep, you're going down. <laughs> right, so who who wants to go first? So I think uh, we've had Kelly and Matt both prepare five scenarios, questions each. Should I flip a coin? Oh, Kelly, you can go first. Okie dokie. So one of the episodes that I was meant to be on was movie musicals. They are my absolute joy and over this quarantine period I have found myself listening to a lot of musicals. So for my end game I have a list of films. I would like you to tell me if they have been made into a stage musical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David's dead. He is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. So we are going to start with a film released in 2006, following the Hoover family determined to get Olive to the finals of the Little Miss Sunshine beauty pageant. Was Little Miss Sunshine a musical? So is it, this is just we each give an answer. It's not like fast as first. Each really. give an answer. There's no you can confer if you feel like you need to, but you're against each other. I, I've gone for yes. This is a music, a stage musical. I also think it is a musical. It is indeed a musical. It was an off Broadway and West End produ- um, premiere, um, and it toured in 2019. Yeah, my our conversations have helped with that one. I think Kelly. I think I remember seeing it being like Kelly were yeah. like that this is a stage musical. <laughs> It was actually New Theatre in Cardiff when we were both still there. So the next one, the lovely story of Rapunzel from 2010, Tangled. Mm. There's a lot of different stage musicals, but is Tangled one of them? I don't think it has. Yeah, I've I've also written down no. My my thinking is that maybe like in a Disney theme park, but not like West End. And I'm going to give Dave a bonus point for that. Oh. <laughs> because it's actually a show on a Disney cruise line, oh, but right. not an actual Broadway show. Fun fact, it's all on YouTube. Oh, wow. There's quite a lot of, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber and different people putting stuff online yeah. now as well. Andrew Lloyd Webber, National Theatre, do everyone do one every Thursday, which is worth watching. Yeah. Next, my favourite Christmas movie, Die Hard, from oh. 1988. Is there a musical version of Die Hard? Oh, God. It's one of those things where you're like, it could be out there somewhere. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If not, why not? Considering some things <laughs> that have been <laughs> made. It, then. Is it strange enough that someone's picked it up for the fringe? What are we going with, Craig? I'm sticking to my guns. I don't think it is. Yeah, I've, I've also gone with no. You are both correct. There isn't an actual Die Hard musical. However, if you're a fan of the Bob's Burgers animated tv show there is an episode in which gene and his ex-girlfriend courtney um compete in head-to-head musicals one is die hard the other is working girl both from the 80s which is quite fun yeah that's what i was thinking it was like if somebody has made this it's going to be on the level of like star kid or something like that I'm like it's definitely worth watching yeah. though i'll admit <laughs> that bridget jones's diary mm. A beautiful romantic comedy. It's got all the right notes. Has that lovely romantic tension. Yeah, because of that, and like you've got ones like Sister Act and Legally Blonde, I'm going to say yes. I'm also fairly confident it exists. 
It's not. Oh. It's not at all. Um, so they have released the the rights. And in 2009 and 2010, there were people sort of attracted to it. Um, Lily Allen actually wrote some music for it. Um, but in an right. interview said, there's probably no way it's coming to light. Oh, okay. okay. That would be why I've heard it then. Possibly. Sheridan Smith was in the running for playing Bridget. Oh, she would be a good one, yeah. Right, this is probably um, an interesting one. We're getting into a couple of like R-rated movies. Okay. Cruel okay. Intentions from the 90s, in which two step-siblings make a wager to take the virginity of the headmaster's daughter. Who's, yeah, I, I, I don't know, guess on this one. I think it is. I'm going to go no, just because I've never heard anything about it before, but... Who knows? Craig is right. Oh. <laughs> it's actually called Cruel Intentions, the 90s musical. Ah. Um, it played at the Edinburgh Fringe in 2019. It has a fantastic cover of Bye 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 oh. in it. It's on YouTube. Fully recommend listening to it. It's a jukebox musical then. Oh, it's a proper, it's called um, Cruel Intentions, the 90s musical. So there's a 90s music. It's fantastic. Fantastic. And our final one. One of my favourite films. Okay. The Full Monty. Mm. 1997. Six unemployed steelworkers being striptease artists, if you can call them an artist. I've got to be very careful about this. Yeah. You are drawn oh, right now. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, the bonus point helped me, but then once he got that last one right. Uh... It's because I think it might be a show, but it's whether it's actually a musical. Yeah, that's the problem I've got as well. I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes, because like I said, you've had lots of uh, these type of films that have been made into musicals. I, I, I have some memory of it being in, like like I said, a new theatre or something like that. I also, I also think it at least a musical version exists somewhere in the world. There is indeed... A Full Monty musical. Hey. It's actually quite an old one. It premiered in the UK about 18 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it won the London Evening Standard Theatre Award for Best Musical in 2002. So that was the final one on there. So what's the scores? So they'd have to carry over. You're at one, two, three, four, five points each. Oh. I was half expecting Top Gun to come up. And I was, ho- <laughs> I was hoping... Top Gun you- was a possible one on my list. An Officer and a Gentleman okay. as well. There are some weird musicals out there. No, I really wanted Top Gun to come up because, uh, fun fact, David and Mine's old performing arts teacher wrote the music uh, wrote the music for it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, That's amazing. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so we'll carry over five points each into Matt's questions then. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. How, how much of a contrast is this going to be now? Musicals to whatever <laughs> Matt might have up his sleeve. Well, my uh, one is musicals that have been turned into films. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. This is going to be slightly different. It's going to be quick fire, and it's a first to five. So okay, that's how this is going to happen. Right. What I want you to do, and mm-hmm. there's two points uh, available. Well, it's technically half a point each. You get a full point for getting one totally right. Okay. And you have to match the weapon to the character or group and movie or franchise. Oh my god. So for example, if I was to say lightsaber, right. then you could say Luke Skywalker or the Jedi, and you could either name a film or the, the, the franchise that the uh that, that particular weapon appeared in. 
right. which, as you know, is Battle for Beyond the Stars. <laughs> okay. So it's first to five, half a point each for each uh, correct answer. Okay. And we start now. Stormbreaker. It's uh, four. So it's it's four's axe uh, in Infinity War or uh, Endgame, Avengers yep. Endgame. I will accept Infinity War. Okay. You have one full point. Next one. The Noisy Cricket. Noisy Crickets? Uh, is it... Kill Bill? Something like that? No, Craig, can you uh, take this one off, David? It's not It's not going to be the lucky cricket from Mulan, is it? Sadly, no. Kelly, do you have any ideas? I have absolutely no idea. I'm sorry, racking <laughs> my brain. It is um, the character, Will Smith's character, K in Men in Black. Oh, oh yeah, that tiny gun, yeah. Yeah, see the noisy cricket get wicked with you. Right, I thought it was like a sword <laughs> name or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, the next one. This is a toughie. The captive bolt gun. Captive bolt gun. There's literally only one villain in movie history who's ever used a bolt gun, as far as I'm aware, as his weapon. Do we only get one guess? Yes. Oh. Uh, I'm just gonna say the tower because I know that like Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba like have guns in that film. <laughs> it's actually. Anton Schurger, played by Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Very different film to what I said. So next up, the Proton Pack. Ghostbusters. Correct. Uh, Yeah, and Anton Ego, is it? No, that's... Anton Ego? That's uh, Ratatouille. (laughs) No, no, the guy in that, the scientist guy, he's got like, uh, his name is like, uh, Elgar, isn't it, or something like that? So um, <laughs> I'm literally taking the point off you. No, Slimer. <laughs> like I'll just mention a bunch of names that are Ghostbusters. You could have just said Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Yeah, no, you said a character yeah. as well. So, but yeah, Ghostbusters. No, that's fine. You get the half a point. You get half a point for that. Uh, okay. okay. The One Ring. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Fro- Go on, Craig. I'm going to say. Sauron, Lord of the Rings. Okay, I accept Sauron, and I'm going to give David the point for the, the franchise and, and Craig the point for the character. Okay. Cool, so we get half a point each. Yes, you do, yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Okay, next up, web shooters. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, Peter Parker. Correct. Two points <laughs> for David. Hey. Oh, well, a full point, I should say. The next one is maybe slightly more difficult. Oh, Jesus. My little friend. Scarface. Uh, Scarface. Ah. <laughs> I'll accept that. The answer, correct answer is Tony Montana, Scarface. But yeah, I'm going to uh, give you... <laughs> I literally was thinking of the scene like in my head. Like... The fact that I got that <laughs> shocked me to no <laughs> The M41A pulse rifle. Star Trek? Incorrect. The M41A pulse rifle. Oh, I think I might know what it is, but obviously I can't say now. Any ideas, Craig? Is it someone from uh, Solo, a Star Wars story? Sadly, no. It is from Aliens. Oh, I knew it. I was going to say that. Like, if you give me another one. (laughs) The Walther PPK. James Bond. Correct. Oh, uh, 007 as well, if you want, like, a uh, James... Uh, yeah, okay, well, which, film? Well as... which film? 
Uh, Doctor No. <laughs> there we oh. go. <laughs> Interesting choice. <laughs> I saw something the other day which said, like, oh, because No Time to Die is out, then this watch back all the like original ones. So, like, I was in my head. So, what's the score at the moment? <laughs> score at the moment is three full points to David and two and a half to Craig. Oh, oh for God's sake. <laughs> We're rapidly running out of questions. Mjolnir. Four for Ragnarok. Oh. Correct. <laughs> it was like on my tongue. I was like, ah. <laughs> okay. The DL44 Blaster. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, yeah. DL44 Blaster. It could be any Star Wars. Han Solo. Like... Correct, Greg. Oh, One point each. <laughs> Greg steps into the lead. Oh. He's just two more points and Craig wins. Oh, God. My boomstick. Is it Mad Max Fury Rose? Sadly, no. Oh, damn it. Um, David? All I can think of because we just recorded Muppets is Muppet Treasure Island with boom boomsticks. <laughs> Sadly, no. It's uh, uh, Ash from uh, The Evil Dead. Oh, Evil uh, Dead! God's sake. Okay. So the next one, Anduril. Oh, that's Lord of the Rings. And it's uh, Aragon. Okay. We have two more left. This is for you to win. (laughs) The Samaritan. Uh... It's a gun. A really (laughs) big handgun. Is it Dirty Harry? It is not. Okay. What type of gun did you say he was? Sorry. It's a really, really big handgun for someone with a really, really big hand. Battlestar Galactica or something? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Hellboy from the Hellboy franchise. Uh, oh, of course, yeah. The final one, Craig, get your finger on the buzzer for this one. Okay. The 44 Magnum. Dirty Harry, Dirty Harry. Uh, uh, Harry. Correct, Craig. Uh, you, uh, you win by a nose. Uh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> And David goes down! (laughs) At last! David's reign of winning these end games is over! (laughs) It was 5 to 4.5. Oh my god! What was it again? Sorry? 5 versus 4.5. And so combined, it would have been 10 versus 9.5. That was close. Yeah. Oh wow! You are worthy opponents. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well done, Craig. Well done. Thank you. Uh, as the master of the end game, I expected it, but I, 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 a respectable score, I think, for myself. I think so. Oh, yeah. If you're gonna go out, that's the kind of fight you want to go out on. Yeah. And I should know about fights. I, I would have been alright if I didn't say that stupid Ghostbusters thing, but it's been a, it's been a. <laughs> It's been a common trend lately. I think uh, Eric von Daniken. <laughs> yeah, like the same thing happened to me when uh, I I said Crystal Maze for the Sherlock theme in uh, in the end game you were doing the other day, Matt. I got lambasted for that. Oh yeah, so we actually had a a, a listener write in and, and ask me why didn't I deduct points off David for getting that wrong? <laughs> a thousand points. They did. Yeah, they did. Uh, thank you for that guys thank you Matt thank you Kelly that was loads of fun and like I said very interesting for us to be on the other side for a change you got you guys got to have your revenge after a fair few evil end games we've done to yourselves absolute pleasure to be here for your birthday guys Uh, thank Thank you very much Matt thank you for joining us and uh, yeah we hope to see you soon Uh, where can we catch as well as usual we we make things fight etc 
We Make Things Fight can be found on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you find fine podcasts. Um, we have a new episode coming out next week. I want to say next Wednesday. Um, and it's going to be our first anniversary fight. So we are we're going all out. It's going to be a little bit of a, a musical number, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, excellent. Yeah. We love a good musical number. <laughs> You're going to be calling out like famous weapons to each other. And then. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to watch, if you want to listen to an episode, I should say that was more or less the same as the uh, this um, fight that I've just put for you guys. You can go back and watch our episode with Dr. Dean Burnett, where we discuss the weapons at the end of the universe. Um, and uh, uh, that will give me my inspiration for today's fight. <laughs> makes sense, yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Matt. And uh, yeah, we hope to uh, have you back on again soon. Take care. Bye. Okay, guys. So, like I said, today is our one year anniversary, and we wanted to do something special to celebrate that. And uh, me and Craig have dabbled in this before. Um, and we wanted this to be our first unveiling of these type of episodes. And we thought what better time to do it than our one year anniversary. And we knew that um, our guest was definitely going to have fun with this. And we definitely are as well. I'm really looking forward to this. Kelly is uh, joining us for um, our surprise today. So thank you for joining us for this segment, Kelly. No problem. Can confirm Uh, we have no idea what's going on. Exactly. Yes. So I can confirm to you today we are doing a commentary so we're going to be watching an entire film and uh, giving our audio thoughts as we go along. So um, audience home, this should be in the title. So if you do want to join us at home, you can uh, get up Disney Plus. That is what this is on. So that's Kelly's first clue that this is on Disney Plus. And uh, you can watch along with us and hear our madcap thoughts and uh, our suffering, as, as I'm sure there will be. And uh, if you have another copy on DVD or something, like I said, uh, watch it that way or if you just want to live the experience of the film through our commentary then that's fine as well uh, we'll be giving you notes on when when to press play but i can reveal to you today that we are watching return to oz oh, god <laughs> oh wow This summer, Walt Disney Pictures presents a motion picture fantasy adventure beyond your fondest imagination. You'll be transported miraculously back to the enchanted land of Oz, that magical kingdom beloved by young and old for generations. It's just a yellow brick. No, Belina, you don't understand. This was the yellow brick road. You'll share with Dorothy Gale the shock of finding everything mysteriously changed. What's happened to everybody? And you'll delight with her discovery of four wonderful new friends who band together against a wicked queen and the dreaded Gnome King. This is the Oz you haven't seen before. And this is the Oz you'll want to visit again and again. From Walt Disney Pictures comes a whole new world of entertainment. Just fly back to Kansas. Return to Oz. So, guys, that was the trailer to Return to Oz, the 1980s Disney film that 
has become quite a cult classic for being very dark, very different to the original Judy Garland Wizard of Oz film. And yeah, it's it's had this reputation for being a very scary film that has implanted itself in, in the memories of a lot of children who grew up with that film. And we wanted to go through it today as we had talked about it in that original first episode that we did of Film Talk a year ago. So if you want to join us for a commentary of Return to Oz, then get your own version loaded up, whether it be on DVD, it's on Disney Plus at the moment. So if you're subscribed to Disney Plus, you can get it there, you can rent it. However you watch your movies, get your copy up and join us on the next episode, which is our commentary with Kelly and Craig and we're going through our entire reactions to the entire film. You can either watch along with us or you can just listen on its own and experience the film through us. So jump over to that next episode now. And uh, yeah, it'll be the Return to Oz commentary that you're sure to enjoy, guys. It was plenty of fun to record. See you there.